Chase bad guys through a box factory. It's time for Fumble Through! Fumble, Fumble through. through! A podcast that just loves it when a plan comes together and pities the fool that doesn't understand. Believe it or not, we're walking on air here in the Fumble Factory and today it's time to show you who's the boss. So pull up your regular chair at the table and get ready to hit warp speed nine to boldly go when no one has gone before or has even wanted to. It's time to enter the hollow deck of our minds and purge the Klingons of the real world. Speaking of someone who when purging Klingons in the bathroom says, number one, make it so. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Shouldn't you be saying it at number two? <laughs> Man, I've got whiplash from that intro. <laughs> that, was, that was intense. That was that was a long time oh, in the, in the, in the writing, that one. Yeah. You so, think I've got a list? Jeepers. <laughs> I feel like things are about to heat up here because it is time for us to crack a can and experience the joys of what Brett has to offer in the red, red fridge over there that we don't have a name for. The fumble the fridge. fridge? The fumble, of course. I was like, I, was like, I can't f- remember. That was weeks ago. You that said we fridge played. of fury, I think. Yeah, I did. And then I was like, it's not the fridge of it'd fury. Be my house would be the, the fridge of furry. Oh, <laughs> oh gross. you got to strain it through your teeth. Gross. Anyway, what is our gaming treat for this week? Let us know. What What is it, fuzzball? Well, today... <laughs> Um, this one is a stout, so it'll be a little chewy. <laughs> it's more of an Ewok if it's stout. Nice. Uh, nice. Uh, this is Ballistic Beer Company. Um, we've had some Ballistic before, and they're a wonderful yeah, beer yeah. company. I think they come from uh, uh, Queensland. They're just around the corner from where we are. They literally are just around the corner. Like, we're going to go Ballistic. Amazing. This Ballistic is uh, walk home from there. Mexican hot chocolate stout. So it's a 6.7, two standard drinks in a can. Again, we're walking home. Um, and then they say things like IBU and EBC and FG. I don't know what that is. Do you want to like on the back here when I'm reading this here? Yeah, I think you spotted the same the thing. L, Aurora, Oats and Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 But this one, I think, has a little chili hit in the in the stout. And Thai the, chili's habanero yeah, chili. Has it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that is. Does it have a description? It. it uh, no, it, it does. Cocoa nibs. <laughs> you keep your nibs to yourself. Just the tip. Uh, <laughs> this is a, inspired by Mexico, Mexican hot stout. No, duh, duh. Uh, milk stout is brewed with cocoa nibs, lactose, chili, and spices. Oof. It's Cinnamon. dark and dangerously drinkable. Perfectly balanced and unexpectedly Moorish. Okay, I'm well, going to we'll open it and then I'm going to see the best before For at the best. bottom of the can. <laughs> All right, so Kraken. Can I just um, man, release the Kraken? Oh, oh! Cheers, boys! Pouring so, it in the cheers. glass. Yep. Cheers for everyone, especially if you are uh, if you are driving right now. So, <laughs> cheers to the Fuhrer. Cheers to the Fuhrer. Oh, right. <laughs> I said for everyone. I said especially you if you're driving. You said dro- no, and you had your hand up. If you're uh, dri- <laughs> driving in the driving. Oh, at look the at moment. that! That looks beautiful in the glass. That looks beautiful. Look, I do look have a, a, It looks like a, oh, a, looks a dark like, chocolate, like a hot chocolate. Yeah, hang on, I got yeah. 
That is beautiful. So I want to share something. If I don't know if you guys remember this, but our very first ever test record, Brett bought in four of these. Oh, was that? Was, it the, was that all that time that was ago? Years yep. ago. Yep. Jeepers. Our very first test record, Brett brought in four of these. So this kind of brings back a lot of memories. Is that the hot wings day? We went and had yep. two kilos oh, of wings. Oh, that was good. Uh, no, I don't think so. This was sorry when I said we. This was before when I had two kilos of wings. <laughs> this was just like our first, oh, right. first ever testing to see if we could do it. Interestingly, the head on this disappears pretty quickly. Yeah, mine's gone completely. Look at that. Well, it looks like I'm just drinking espresso. It, it could alternately be called the marriage stout. <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious. I know we've had it before, but it is so good. And nutritious. There's no chili at the start, but it just slowly kind of lingers on your tongue. It's so nice. It just keeps your palate open and awake and refreshed. Oh, yo. Mm. <clears throat> See, you know when you've gone to your bottle shop way too much when two things happen. Number one, when you're walking on. around and one of the guys comes up and goes, oh, you look like you're bored with all the things that you've been drinking. You're looking for something new. And I'm like, yes. And he's like, try this then. And and the other one is when you do pick something new and they go, you don't usually buy that. That's more than $5. Yeah. <laughs> try this then. <laughs> That's true. It was a special occasion. My bottle load tells me there's a new beer on the second shelf for me to look at. I still get. I need every bottle I go to. And so you should. That's because you When do you turn 18? <laughs> Thank you, Ballistic Beer Company. Yeah. yeah. That really, is. Mm. You are right. The chili comes afterwards, mm. doesn't it? It's, it's a just long a little. Tail. Cool. Not a sponsor. A long yeah. tail. Mm. So I have been in a bit of a show hole as it happens every now and then. Um, for those of you who aren't giggling and doesn't know what that means. Stop bending over if you know what show you are. glory holes in my day. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It means that I am not feeling any joy for the l huge list of shows that I haven't seen at the moment. I can't find one that's hitting the spot. I've just finished. You know when you finish a show and you're like, I'm, I'm so engrossed in a show and now I'm, I'm at the end of it and I've finished and I've wrapped it up and I just don't know what to watch next because you need a bit of a buffer show before you get into the next thing. You need some easy watching. You need some easy watching or you need something that I find you have to go, you have to really zag. You have to go for a something. Palette refresher. Yeah, you have to go for something entirely different. Like a I've sorbet. just done a crap ton of um, Lois and, or Superman and Lois, which is uh, the show set in from the Supergirl universe, kind of in a different multiverse kind of thing, which is a great show. And before that, I had done Peacemaker. So I was in the real superhero world. When um, are you ever not in that world? In, well, I am in that world a lot. But He talked about his super character before with the show hole. <laughs> but in between, in between, I did, I did Killing Eve and some other uh, kind yeah. of things as well. But in my journey of looking at TV shows, what I have noticed is that there aren't a heap of sci-fi TV shows around anymore. So today, this is the dicey question. What are the best sci-fi shows of all time and what would you like to see as a sci-fi show going into the future? There just isn't sci-fi around. Well, I... Well, hang on. When you say sci-fi... Yeah, science fiction. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, so Stranger Things isn't sci-fi? Oh, uh, no, that's a thriller horror. What? 
I'm, I'm talking space so, and spaceships. Right. And so, okay, that's what thing. I mean. So, yeah. it's like, right, okay. Like your so, traditional warp speed yeah, spaceship. Yeah, so strange new worlds, aliens, discovery, yeah, uh, those sorts of, of things. Can yes. I, can yeah. I go first? <laughs> so, but. It's all rings of power and dance of dragons and all this at the minute. Yeah, those kinds of things. No. So what I'm what I'm hoping is that you're going to tell me what I'm not looking yeah. at at the moment, and I'm going to find some because you've just named a couple, and I'm like, you're right, there are some around, and I'm just probably not. They're not in my zeitgeist, or they're so not at the front forefront. My of favorite me. sci-fi at the moment, which should be back soon, actually, is the Expanse. Mm-hmm. Freaking love that show, like. Bit more reality to. You're a fan of that, aren't you, Luke? Nope, never watched it. Oh, okay. I've watched two or three seasons of the. Expanse. I got through halfway Sorry, through the just, first. It's really. Can I just clarify the question? Was best sci-fi of all time to go watch, or? Oh, look, just sci-fi recommendations for cool. me is really what I'm getting at. But I, I would like to know of all time. So maybe what you're watching at the moment that you're loving, what you would, what you've loved in the past, go through I'm, all. I'm of not it. a big fan of sci-fi. You're not. No. Okay. I kind of, um, yeah, I, I like The Expanse, you know, obviously I like Star Wars, never watched Star Trek. Oh, I'm not wow. a big, big fan of sci-fi and space because I always think it seems a bit desolate and sad. Wow. I okay. like, love Firefly. That went Billy. Mm. Firefly is my jam. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to talk about Firefly because we can all just agree Firefly is the pinnacle. That's actually a yeah. painful memory. It's yeah. a, it, but it's the pinnacle of yeah. of. Oh no! Uh, no, 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 no! Really? No. <laughs> oh, see, for me, it doesn't get it. That's Cowboys in Space. Doesn't get any better than that for me. What is um, what I'd like to see? Don't care. That's me done. Next. <laughs> Well, obviously, the Star Wars universe has a whole heap of richness for me, and I go deeper than just Star Wars. Like Rebels, we're back into Rebels now. It is amazing. There are some fantastic kind of episodes well, in that. Are, yeah, what planet are you on? I mean, how right. many shows yeah, are coming But it's all Star Wars or it's all franchise. Oh, no, we've just released all... three new Andor episodes, which <laughs> yeah, are amazing. Yeah, but it's amazing. all franchise. Of course, of course I'm going to watch Of course I'm going to watch Now you know when this is being recorded, by the way. Sure. Yeah, but of course I'm going to be watching... All of the Star Wars shows. Like, that that's a given. That's just a franchise. That's like me not watching a Marvel movie when it comes out. <laughs> but the, there's some depth in that, that you go, there's some Star Wars that's good and there's some Star Wars that's good. Just like Marvel. But Clone Wars, like the end looking of- Looking at you, Eternals. The end of Clone <laughs> Wars was amazing compared to other, you know, Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff, right? You go, all, all right. All of so, Clone Wars And Rebels, Rebels gets there too once, you know- um, Kanan loses sight and, you know, the Bendu comes in and Okay, so Ahsoka's just where that. I stopped watching Rebels, you say oh, it's man, getting good. Oh, man, it gets so good. And, you know, Darth Maul comes in and starts training the young fella. Like, oh, it's really cool, that. right? Yeah. It, get, it gets very, very okay. good. Darth Vader's in there. Um, oh, spoilers. Ahsoka fights him. Spoilers! That's a great scene. It's such a great scene. Yeah, Luke that so then you me. go, well, what's coming up then is the Ahsoka series. That's going to be amazing. Is that animated or is that going to be live action? No, it's live, live action. Live and, action. And it's got the Rebels people in it. So they've just put, um, they're just casting the oh, characters really? from the mm-hmm. Rebels in it. Cool. That's amazing. Star Trek New Frontier with Pike. Brilliant. Can't get that away. Is, like, that is so, I can't, it's. It's, it's on a streaming service I is, don't have. Yeah. That's why I haven't it watched it. It is so good. It is so good. See, I got so a little burnt by Picard, No, though. Well, yeah, Picard, Picard, Picard wasn't even sci-fi. That was just some old man in the future. In the future. Discovery was almost there, but there were some elements that really annoyed the hell out of me, whereas uh, Pike, that is Pike is an amazing captain. 
they set up new bad guys in the universe. They go, you know, it's the Enterprise on a whole new journey with a yeah. whole new set yeah. of um, it, challenges. Very, it's very a cool. return to the, what made the original stuff mm-hmm. so fantastic, yeah. but with such a fresh perspective okay. on it as well. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, I watched Halo. It was a bit up and down. But there was one scene in there where they actually did the fight scene, which was really, really good, yeah, like a again, battle scene. I'm talking. Okay, I guess for me, it's it, these are all massive franchises. So, yeah. So like Star Trek, Star Wars. Uh, you want to underground Halo. something? That- I want. I want something new, something that that I haven't seen before. Like you know, even I could I can mention the Orville because mm-hmm. I get into that. But mm. that for me, it's just Star Trek Next Gen. Yeah. Like it's the I want something that's a little more. Um, you know, fresh, fresh. That chili is really growing. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> have you watched Killjoys? Killjoys. I have watched Killjoys. Killjoys was really good. Yeah. It was so really So that's good. kind of a step away from yeah, Firefly, yeah, right? Yeah. That was pretty good. Um, there is one that I can't remember I watched at the same time as Killjoys. Uh, I think it was not The Outpost. Was that, that was the- Kevin the- Sorbo, you know, the Hercules <laughs> no, set one? No, Farscape. Not, not Farscape or- <laughs> Yeah. No, the the one I'm thinking of, they have a little outpost in space and there's aliens and stuff. I watched a bit of that, but I can't remember what it's called. It's going to haunt me now. Is that a Star Trek? No, it's not a Star Trek. It was a standalone kind of, kind of thing. I'm trying to find a series I can't think of. Good luck. Yeah, like the name <laughs> of it. Just Google it. Yeah. What's the name of it, Lizzie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sci-fi. Can't remember. Yeah, Excellent so, contribution, yeah. Lizzie. Thank you. Have you watched um, Final Space? I know it's a cartoon. Yeah, Final but Space is amazing. A, to me, that's a, an amazing yeah. new- Final Space is, is amazing. But I, I guess what I want is soap opera in space. So, I want but, that, that okay. kind of- Something okay. you want. Spaceshipy, very specific Battlestar Galactica. Well, yeah, the Battlestar Galactica type thing, but the old school Battlestar, yeah, not the new Battlestar. Scar, Scar. So, I, so the thing that I'd love for them to bring back is a proper version of V. Yeah, that could be very cool. Like, I just I miss the fighter pilots in space going on adventures kind of well, world. I mean. If, sorry, I'm jumping in now. There's always a list with me, right? Okay, cool. I was, yeah, I was like, when I looked at you, I was like, Brett's going to have a fair amount to say here. So, reaching back to some older stuff, some classic yeah, stuff. Yeah, cool. So one thing that I know is, well, I've, I've been told that they're going to actually look, they're looking to remake, which yep. I thought was absolutely fantastic. Over five seasons was Babylon 5. Okay, never done it. Get yourself past some of the quirky costume concepts. Yeah, I can do that. Um, it is. It's just a sensational show. Okay. It's episodic, yep. but there are overarching themes that run through the entire show that culminate into a climactic, like, large-scale uh, okay. finish. And episodic because it's a 90s show, right? Yeah. yeah. And back in the 90s, Absolutely. everything, there were big arch uh, story arcs, but mm. really just episodic. Yeah. Just, just fantastic. If you want easy watching from back then, um, a bit older with, with ships is uh, Space Above and Beyond. Okay. You ever seen that one? No. They did one season of that, I think. Don't think uh, I've even heard yeah, of it. Yeah, you've got to look that one up. That is amazing. They're okay. following a squad of Marines, basically, Ooh. through training, and then they, they're basically a war breaks out with aliens, and oh, they're shipped okay. off, and wow. they okay. have these cool, um, like, uh, fighter jets in space, uh, and they, they uh, when they get into them, they basically get into the cockpits, and the cockpits have been lowered down into the actual ship, and then they launch out oh, the launch wow. bays on the carriers yeah, and stuff cool. like that. And it's, it's, again, it's very Robotech. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, very much like that, actually. Yeah. Um, the CG on that and Babylon 5 now is looking incredibly dated. Not 30 la- years old. Not though. the last Starfighter kind of dated, yeah. but still quite dated. Um, but just, yeah, really good. 
some okay. really good uh, some really good episodes right. on that as well because I, I mean I, I swing back to Final Space because Final Space was what I was looking for at the time Final Space you've got a, a hero adventure yep. excitement I found, I've found never the watched movie it. it was really it's, it's really a good. yeah it's a Netflix thing I found okay. the series I was thinking of yep Defiance that's the one I was talking about. All oh, right. Yeah, the, yeah. like a little outpost in space. That, I wouldn't say it's in space. It's yeah. in Louisiana or it's, something like that. Yeah, it's got the big arch <laughs> over the top of the... It's in yeah. um, St. Louis. Oh. Yeah. Well, well there, are, there, are, there are aliens in it. No, no, Just it's yeah. actually... Out of, out of suburb of outer space. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually set there. It but is New Earth, but yeah. yeah. It's, it's like but, aliens right. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Okay. I quite like that, actually. Yeah. But that was... it's It's got a Western feel mm. to it, that show. It's like got a, a real kind of, you know, uh, brave star. Yeah, brave star, like out, like Westworldy kind of. Yeah, like new new guys, and there's a new frontier, and that's oh. the sheriff in town, and you know that kind of stuff is is there, but very cool. There's another remake that I think they could do, and you're going to say it's not yeah. sci-fi, but I'm going to fight you on it. Greatest American Hero, because the suit comes from aliens. Okay. Uh, then Superman's a sci-fi show because yeah, he's you're right. Yeah, good yeah. on you. I would, mate. Go, I would go with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And he Superman crashes. He came here in a spaceship. Well, that's so. a superhero joint. Dude. Yeah, but it is also sci-fi, right? Yeah, it is he sci-fi. came in a spaceship. All, all of well. them are science fiction. All su- even superheroes technically are science fiction stories. I I get that. Uh, I would like to see something like that. Like uh, for me in the future, imagine, imagine, and um, I mean. I know we're fanboys to this, but there are two things that I thought about for this. Imagine a television show on the last Starfighter where they're losing the battle. And it's just the story of the the, the yeah. Starfighters. They could do that as a series, no yeah, problem. That would be yep. a great series. And the other one that I would love is the background story of Enemy Mine. Those two kind oh, of... Oh, uh, yeah. That would be a very cool little story as well. How that to war tell. started. Even, even what happens over the... Because I think they're on the planet for like 20 years. Yeah, and what, what happens, happens on, yeah. concurrently. And, and, you know, what world do they walk into after they've been marooned on a, on a planet? You know, that kind of thing. Both 80s joints that are pretty amazing. Would you put Starship Troopers into that mix? Um, yes, I would. I would love, but Starship Troopers has had some pretty, some pretty good and some pretty bad ideas. Like there was a Starship Troopers a little while ago that came out that was just around one of those little outposts on the bug planet. Oh, yeah. And it was actually really cool. There was a cartoon in the 90s called The Roughnecks, which was excellent. One of the first all CGI cartoons. So that has aged really badly, but, <laughs> but still a really cool show. And the, the concept of it, especially for a kid's show to be set in the Starship Troopers where people are getting killed left, right and center. Mm. Right. So, I think a uh, special mention to Stargate SG One as well. Yeah. I love that show. See, I've never done SG One. It, it's a long again, haul. It is a long haul, yeah. and there are some there are some duds in there, but mm. there are, there is some gold. There, there's this one episode that I remember. They get caught in a time loop like Groundhog Day, and it's absolutely hilarious. Okay, it's it's just yeah. Some of the right depending on I think who the, the writers changed it certain between seasons or episodes yeah. or anything like that. But some of them were just fantastic like whole- sliders is another one like that was that was a show that that came through that's kind of sci-fi but i'm talking more yet yeah, out spaceship kind of sci-fi because what was the stargate universe i tried yeah. that one mm, that was where i was going to jump on board stargate right and i was like because the whole macgyver thing even you know, i was watching macgyver today you know what i'd like to see 
I've been watching lately um, what they do in the shadows, which yep, is obviously comedy show. based on mm-hmm. vampires mm. doing a documentary series. Mm. Taika Waititi. Yep. Documentary series like that about spaceship mechanics. Like there's so many oh. mechanic shows out there. Yeah. So just a fake documentary series following space. It's not Red Dwarf. Oh. I've watched. Red, oh. I've never watched Red Dwarf. Have you oh, not? I've days. never oh. watched Red Dwarf. Yeah, one of the greatest shows of all time. It's actually. amazing. It's really, really good. Yeah. I'm worried about how that. Has yeah, stayed. I don't want to revisit. Like they yeah. revisited it recently with some newer series, Did and they? I really found those to be that was hard. Right. It was a very particular kind of comedy at yeah, that time in the world. Yeah. Very English. One comedy. that I one it was a sci-fi movie that I hoped a lot for and it didn't live up to it and Cowboys it was and Aliens. Ender's Game. Belford. Oh, oh man, my Ender's Game is one of my all-time favorite books. Oh, so, all time such favorite. a good book. Awesome Have you guys Scott. read Ender's Game? No, no, oh. I've seen the film and I was un- very It's underwhelmed. underwhelming. The book is amazing. There's some great so bits good. in it, but I'm just like uh, yeah. I'm just, just like the concept of it. And the, I mean they they uh, obviously, as a book, you can't do everything, but the, the lead character is supposed to be six and seven at yeah. the time. and with older brothers and sisters who are eight and nine or whatever who take over the world. Yeah, just geniuses. Yeah. And and Abs- he is just brutalised through the whole thing. Like, there, there are kids who try and kill him at multiple occasions. Like, it is really it, it, rough. It, it, Ender is... Called a third because you're not allowed to have three kids, and he was. They were given dispensation to have him because the other two kids were such geniuses. All oh, right, and they're breeding these kids to go to space to um, train to fight the alien invasion. And so is the concept in the movie is the same. They've been invaded yeah, previously, yeah, decades the, before. The movie is very to- based on the on the. The book, the, they just got some part. They Hollywooder sized yeah, 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 a yeah. lot of it. And, you know, the, the whole, the book goes deep into Ender and Ender's story and it's amazing. And then there's follow-on books, which are s- s- equally as rich. Ender's team that help him fight are amazing. Bean, who's this little kid who's smarter than everyone else. Um, go, Ally. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful book. And all these kids then are, become leaders in the world after, you know, just a great series. The movie didn't. Do any of the the depth of that book justice? Yeah. yeah, I would like to see a re a refresh, maybe a TV show. I think an animated on that TV show really you'd well. have for something like that. You'd have to, wouldn't you? I mean, it's like Dune, Frank Herbert's Dune. Yeah, so like the the uh, David David Lynch one back yeah. in nineteen eighty five. Yeah, I yeah. love that movie, but yeah. a lot of people didn't like it. And having read the book, there's a lot they didn't get in there. Yeah, even the latest iteration of the movie yep. is still missing large chunks, or at least some of the explanation of why some of the stuff's yeah. happening. I love that movie. Uh, but then the TV show, I think, just didn't hit the right chord. The latest get, one? Well, the, the one, again, oh. the, the costume design. Was, oh, was that the mini series one? The latest yeah. movie. Did the latest you? movie I love. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Uh, very, very, very impressive. I love what they've done with the movie because they've given them time to get yes. into the story. Yes. And but I thought that was smart. But they still are missing huge amounts of explana- explanatory Which is- Detail. What I think TV shows are doing now, which is brilliant. Like, yeah. you know, Game of Thrones, you can do 40 hours of the storytelling rather oh, yeah. than two. Yep. And you can and actually get again. into yep. Well, sure, but <laughs> yeah. if he had written the book, they would have well, done the book. that's true. They were going to rogue at that point, weren't right? they? Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, what would, you know, how do we hollow, uh, and that's where they Hollywood that stuff. And 
yeah, take George R.R. Martin's there going, well, I'm not writing it like that. <laughs> I've I've heard this story that apparently he's going to change and his version's going to be different. But right. who knows when he that will come right. Now so. it's a choose your own adventure, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> look, <laughs> there, there is a lot. If you've got, Turn I guess, if guys, if you've got some TV recommendations, I love watching television. I love what, sitting and doing nothing and making my eyes do all the work. So I was say, it, that's when you should be working, though. What? That's what I've heard is, you know. Harks what? back to his when retirement plan. Yeah. What do you mean? I, when you sit there and do nothing. That's what you're talking about when you're at work, right? Well, look, some might say that watching television allows me to understand people and people is part of everyone's job. So anyway, if you've got some suggestions for us, send those through and we can, we can watch TV. This hitting you pretty it really quick, is, eh? It is hidden up in here. It's, uh, yeah. It's too late now, motherfucker. Anyway, so I think it's time for us to get back to our game at hand. Look, oh, we yeah. just had the first combat. Now, I know that we're a bit sketchy on some of the rules. I know that 5E, but we're learning this as we go along. The whole purpose of us doing this little breakout thing is that we want to learn a game system. We're not going to get it right. We're going to get it stuffed and up. Also, the welcome number, to my world. The number one <laughs> rule in the DM book right at the beginning is... Don't talk about rules. The D- he, 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 him, whom, Justin, they did not call out any mistakes we made. He didn't care. So, therefore, it was all totally legal play. <laughs> we okay. just move on. We read up. We make it better. Just we along do for the ride. Yep. Yeah, that's right. The whole point's a story. I've got something to say about oh D&D 5e. Yeah. I have been a naysayer. I have said I don't like the... The game system. Yep. And then we went through combat last week. Yep. And I think it verified all of my opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, compared to Pathfinder at this kind of level, mm. it's oh. fucking brutal. 19 points of damage yeah, at level two plus like, six acid. Like for all of what That's... you may say about this Oof. game about o- OP characters... I guess they've they've had to try and balance the end game. Like I would I would like to see what it's like at level ten. Yeah, and twenty thousand points of damage because, because you tripped over a stone. But I think I think it starts quite brutal, so they can even it out. Like you know, where Pathfinder starts really like your 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 base level Pathfinder orc is a nothing character to a fourth fifth level character. But I just don't again, know how it, wizards scale here. Then it right? all depends on yeah. the dice roll and yeah, that's your, true. your DM yeah, because that's you true. can have a DM as we know that can be brutal and yeah. within the first couple of levels you are done. Yeah, <laughs> and the the, the wizard scales by casting spells at a higher level. Yep. So hang on. It, always in other game systems, the wizard needed to take some levels to get to power. Hmm. Here. I'm not seeing that. Oh. You, you. I think when you get your levels upwards, though, mm. you start really powering up your spells. But it's already super powerful. Yeah, but we're out now. We're completely out. We have no spells until we sleep. So the whole point, and this is what happened when I used to DM, right? Is one combat would wipe everyone's spells, and then that all just go to, go for a sleep. So short rests are stupid anyway, then, right? Short rests allow your melee combatants to actually stay in the game. So yeah, you're but- you're staying in the game right now, I'm- and these guys have to figure out what they're going to do outside of spells or using their really bad tricks. jokes. Is my next? No, well, cool, cool, cool. Right. I always do have firebolt full back, and on. you've all got yeah. cantrips that do yeah. what yeah. one d eighty damage, right? Yeah, Before. but it's better than your sorcerer who you know runs out of anything, and you know what? I'm a sorcerer now. I have to run into combat with a 
dagger. No, like a crossbow. Actually. As much fun, or hmm. a crossbow, but as much or, fun as that is in D and D, it also kills sorcerers quick. So you know, before you can do it, nineteen points of damage. I was done. Yeah, I would have been, been cooked. Yeah, that's I, right. I'd have ended up like a large ostrich uh, roast. <laughs> it's just a very different game style than we're used to. Whereas Pathfinder is all about building your characters. This is about the role play, which, granted, we do, but ah! <laughs> not every game Thanks. role plays. So yeah. it really depends what you want your I table think, to be. I think, I think it, it's smoothed out some stuff and made it a little more accessible to people because it is like rules are dense for people. And like, you know, it's like me yeah. looking at something like Magic the Gathering. I don't want to play Magic the Gathering because I'm like, there is too much to yep. understand in no, that. Not, I, really have to, I know. Really and I'm sure you, those, yeah, there is. those people, really, it's yeah, worse. You, 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 well, the thing that's, sorry, let me have a little rant here. Okay. Magic the Gathering is pitched for 13 and older. Oh. Yeah. And when you look at the cards and you get is pitched at six plus now the thing is with Yu-Gi-Oh originally when you look at the earlier stuff absolutely that is true but now the complexity of Yu-Gi-Oh as a gaming system is way beyond that of magic okay is and that because the Yu-Gi-Oh players have um grown up and maybe they, maybe. they want that sophisticated they've all bought white vans and now they're luring children into them to play Yu-Gi-Oh that's six-year-olds yes I think it's a lot to do with the fact that everything that they've ever released before there's a band list but you can basically play with anything that they've okay. ever, unless it's on the band list whereas Magic the Gathering generally on the, the main standard stuff you can only use the three most recent sets that have been released so, so gaming wipe out the game, yeah gaming mechanics are left behind and maybe yeah. get revisited in later years but you've only got a set number of gaming gotcha. mechanics that are in play at any one given time okay. Gotcha. Whereas you can have combinations, they could release a card in Yu-Gi-Oh that somebody realizes goes really well with something from five, six, seven years ago, and yeah. then all of a sudden you've got this nuts combination that okay. just is absolutely decimating the the meta. That makes sense. I didn't mean to uh, to allude to people who play Yu-Gi-Oh in such a negative manner. So, but. so look, I think that's a, that's an interesting thing. But what I would really like to do right now is hear from J.R. Lockwood and hear what his take on that comment, combat was. As the two ochre jellies descend on the unwitting party, J.R. Lockwood starts inspiring the party with battle music. Ooh. As the bassy ballad starts to resonate with our rocky friend, <laughs> battle lust fills him as he charges the far beast, cleaving it in twain. With his mighty battle axe, he raises his axe in victory. But as he looks away, the ochre jelly, now two creatures, both reach out and pummel him to the ground and begin to engulf him. Ooh. Nykron unleashes a gout of flame as another jelly falls from the roof. JR slides under the flame, healing Meradius as Meradius rises into a whirling dervish of punches. The smoke settles, three heroes are main, covered in sticky seed of... Ah, shit! Wrong type of book! <laughs> <laughs> and we come back into some type of old temple. You guys find yourself in this room... There is nothing but the four posts that are holding the ceiling up and the one altar. Meridius goes and collects his battle axe and his two hand axes and cleans them off fastidiously. He doesn't let any of that acid sit on them for any period of time. Mm -hmm. Cleans them off and you notice as he puts them back on, you probably haven't noticed before, a, a, an arsenal on his back. He's got javelins, he's got... Um, a great axe, he's got hand axes, he's got daggers, he's, you know, he's got a fair amount of weaponry on his body. So as, as we found out last uh, last time we played, the slashing weapons, which slices these yep. jellies in, in twain, yep. is what he has an abundance of. Abundance. Yeah. Okay. And piercing, javelins too. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that could work. So what are you guys going to do? 
Um, so, before we go and make sure the dwarves are all happy what what, we should definitely check out this area, make sure it's definitely safe. Mm. It's very comfortable in this room. Can I approach the altar and see what I know about? You certainly can. The altar is made of limestone, and you can see that at some point in its in its history, it is stained with blood. So it's one mm. big chunk of blo- of limestone with a blood channel carved into it, where you might put a bucket on the end, um, and you can see that it is actually stained. It's been used. So Be careful, like JR. That sacrificial. Al- that altar is dirty, dirty business. Mm. I detected magicalness. It- didn't I before? You and certainly didn't did. get anything pinging, did we? No. Is there like carvings around it or any like scripture or? Any carvings that you've seen are either too worn or too. Uh, everything's. Because this was all under a rock pile for a very, very long time. There's nothing here that denotes uh, enough for you to be able to get a hint on what kind of temple this is, other than maybe its purpose. Okay. And there's nothing else around. Can I make a perception check, General? Yes, Moradis is going to search around the room. Sorry, as well. investigation. All right. Yep. So you're going to start looking around the room. Yep. Investigation is for like searching for clues and loot and uh, hidden objects, right? Yep, yep. Hidden things. That's not good. Six. Moradis is doing an eleven investigation. Mm-hmm. Um. So. More than more than investigation, you actually need perception here. Oh, investigation right. is investing, investigating like a murder or something well, like that's that. That's better than that's not. Yeah, it's a murder scene, right? It's an altar. It's been <laughs> well. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not, but okay. That would just take it up to a five. <laughs> Fifteen for Meridius. Are we? We're all having a little perception, are we? Just looking around. Yeah, so perception is, a, is around looking at the area. So you're not looking Seven, for clues that. or anything. You are literally searching the area. So well, no, what, I was looking for clues. I was wondering clues as to what, though? To find out what religion would sacrifice people. That's what oh, I was so trying to find. That would be a religion check, right? Well, no, because I can't tell what religion it is. So I'm trying to find out clues. Can I identify looking at the altar whether it's associated with a particular kind of you religion? Can't. No, There's, everything's been worn so much to a nub that you that like. There is nothing that is left here after the rock slide that gives you an indication of exactly what's going on in this room. Do you think those dwarves may have some information? Possibly. I just thought we'd just double check, make sure there's no ochre jellies left around, or yes, you know. Also trying to make sure that they're not evil dwarfs. Evil dwarfs? I don't know. This altar is obviously bloodstained. Maybe they were trying to sacrifice someone. It doesn't appear they came this far. Was it the dwarfs' original settlement? Good point, good point. It was probably a dwarfs' original settlement. Are we sure it's dwarven? We know it's dwarven, yes. Because the DM said when we first came in, dwarven ruins. Mm-hmm. And you, you saw big statues of dwarves in cloaks with their so beards. So does this altar out. look big enough to take a human or a dwarf? Yeah. <laughs> Medium-sized creatures, definitely. Cool. <laughs> How so wide cool. is it? Is it dwarf width or human width? If there's nothing else in this room, I'll go get the dwarves. Yeah. That's, that's... So you guys are taking your perception checks and you're walking around. Is the, there such a thing as the take room. 20? Uh, no. No. 
No, not in this game. So you were walking around the room and you... Oh, come on, that would be too easy if it was... Piece of shit game. <laughs> you click open one of the pillars. What? You lean against it and what, then all what? of a sudden you're like, oh, that seems... And then... And you, Meradius, realize that the stone pillar seems to be hollow and has a door behind it. Uh, this one's not what it appears. Okay. Do we, do we trust these dwarves? Yes. Should we let them know that we're, fa- we're going deeper in? One, so if we don't come back, they can come help us. <laughs> and two, just so that, you know, we're not going to get in more trouble like we did the last time. We, we should tell them this is clear, do your business, and then go back to town. Why not? Reach the safety the, so the dragon can't But where's them. your sense of adventure? We can see what's in this. No one's been in oh, this we'll room Oh, we'll go down ages. here. Yes, yes, we'll go down here, but yeah. they can go back to safety. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of them being there in case we, you know, need help. Oh. <laughs> what do you think, Nikron? <laughs> Nikron's just moving his head That's bird-like right, yeah, from yeah. side Nikron's to side. Nikron's going to go have a look at the pillar. <laughs> I'm going to let you two figure this one out. I oh. thought the idea was we, we go there and we... Um, warn the dwarves. Warn the dwarves. Go back. Do not get... kidnap them. Yeah. <laughs> Very clearly, we were told not to kidnap them. That's true. I did say that. Yeah. Once. But then, then the dwarves have engaged you guys to clear out this uh, temple so that they can they can have a look inside to clear well, out the ruins. Job True. done. I, I, I did write it word for word. Clear out the temple. This is part of the temple, so we need to clear it out. As you say, JR. Shall we head down? Yes. You, Off we go. Would you take the lead, please? <laughs> I would just like to say you both did marvellously in that combat. Come on. Carry on. What do you no think of my like excerpt? Of the combat. Nikron? Hang on, when did you read, you actually read that to the characters? Yeah. <laughs> As you were writing it, you're penning it down. Yeah. In, the, in the short yeah, rest. I spent, a, I spent an hour writing it. That, 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 that was how I did my song of rest. Nice, I, I read nice, it for you. Nice, nice, nice. I thought that while Nikron did firebolts very well, your burns were increasingly uh, effective. <laughs> well, let's hope I find another creature that I can come up with some just as good. Maybe some your mama juice. <laughs> I would encourage you to be quiet in these caverns. Sounds trouble far in the underground. I am quite stealthy. <laughs> I'm stealth. All right. So what are you doing? So we're going down the... Uh, it's yeah. dark down there, yeah? Okay. So you open the door in the pillar. Oh, it's not open. Yep. No. I thought you said it clicked oh, open. Nobody, sorry. No, you found a secret door. Oh, I thought you haven't opened it, it yet. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Before we open the door, have you watched Indiana Jones? I couldn't think of a name that fixed fix, right, it. Indiana or Jones. So pretty you shit. Jones. <laughs> Jones. Indiana. That, Jones. That's your, that's, <laughs> I, look, I'm just going to put this out there. I'm not the only one that this 2.0 stout may be affecting. Look, I did say that I wanted to play a face, and it was because I don't think very quickly on my feet. I think this is my Lie first point then. proven. <laughs> Total fuck up. <laughs> I think I've been pretty good on all You've the others. You've been very good. You've been, so yes. I yeah. think I should be allowed this one for okay. free. No, I how have many not... free ones do you want, Lindsay? All of them. <laughs> Let's just start with this one and see how often they happen. Sure. I have not seen such a tale on any fictional non-TV device. Oh, well, as a half-orc explorer of ruins and caves and there was traps. And I think we should check this door to make sure it's not trapped. All right, I've got it. I'll take does, a trap. Check. Do any of you have any ability to check for traps? 
Uh, like a we... roguish ability to trap find, for example. No. Okay. I think we walk away. We, we me and you, Nikron, we go to the... You're very quiet today. We go to the edge of the room and Meradius opens the door. Uh, the rudimentary trap finding. Yes, because you have danger sense. Oh. Do I? Yes. Do I? Yes. Stop playing this character, Lindsay. <laughs> Which basically gives you someone's got it. Gives you advantage on reflex saves on. Oh right, on yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, see. yeah. I've got danger sense. I do. Yep. Like traps, it says. I yep. don't know how you can see traps, but you know. We didn't see him. You triggered it, did you? Head back, push back, get to safety. Let's go, Nikron. Here I go. Open the door. You open the door, which is a smallish kind of uh, compartment in a pillar that's not even human-sized, um, and a tumble of dwarvish skulls, oh. whitened and bleached from age, comes cry- crashing out as if the entire pillar has been filled with dwarven skulls in the past, and a pile of them lie on the floor at your feet, some of them still stuck Inside the pillar itself. So by dwarven skulls, you mean medium creature sizes? Yeah. Just make a deck save as you use your uh, uncanny sense to jump out of the way from them. I don't need you to actually do that. I just wanted you to use danger sense. Cool. I get to roll it twice and I make it. Yep. None of the uh, dwarven (laughs) teeth bite you as they come out. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, like, you guys hear this audibly. Open the door and... (laughs) All these uh, orc head, uh, not orc head, all these dwarven skulls that pour out all over the floor. They start rolling. One of them rolls all the way up until J.R. Lockwood's feet. And I imagine your foot stops it from continuing rolling. Oh, my God, Meridius is dead. <laughs> it rolls up and the mate just goes, evermore. <laughs> Meridius starts to pick up the skulls and push them back in, trying to shut the door like, oh, no, oh, this is bad. Oh, this is bad news. Oh, no. Oh, put the, oh, you can't get them. Help me put them back in. Oh, no. Once the toothpaste's out of the tube. We're ready, we'll, we'll just say it was like this when we found it. I'll be right. Oh, yeah. Good. We'll just lie. They never saw. Yep. Okay. Okay. Right. Should we go get the? Yep. And the? Yep. Then the? Yep. Well, I'll the, go. I think, yep. Okay. <laughs> And then Meradius walks on back to the dwarves. You walk on back to the dwarves and you hear, Dazzlin. why, why are you, you should, you've sent them in there. They've been in there for over an hour. They're going to die. We had to leave when we saw those ogre jellies. And then Norbus replying with, just let them be. They're adventurous. If they die, it's no skin off our nose. We know that we're, uh, we'll be able to continue. Oh, oh, wait, I hear something. Uh, Norbus, Deslin, it was close. I almost died. You almost died. It Looks is... like you're fine to me. Come That's on. That's the adventuring life, isn't it? <laughs> it is now clear, and JR has asked me to come and get you. I would implore you to be quiet in the caverns. Have you searched the whole ruins? Have you made sure there's nothing else in there? We found one of the secret doors and it had a pathway Mm -hmm. that was collapsed into some other ones. There might be quite a few more. Yeah, yeah. JR told me to tell you it was open and we found it like that. (laughs) What was open? Uh, We found it like that. Come on. (laughs) And he walks off. Is there no more danger in there? Come on, it's all clear. What's your name? 
Oh, I beg your pardon. And uh, Moradius gets down on one knee and introduces himself. I am Moradius Stoneborn, first of the name, harking back to an ancient line of Stoneborns, trying to find my lineage. And if you would help me do that, I would be forever in your debt. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> so, Moradius, then. That's right. Come on, then. Right. Wait, wait, before you go. Oh, there's more. Is there any more danger in there? We were chased out once before. Have you cleared it out? We're not giving you the sending stones until we know that everything's been searched and there's nothing there to kill us. We don't want to find something unexpected once we hit a door that is unseen. We have uh, searched the room. Nothing appears. Uh, we spent an hour in there. In fact, um, J.R. wrote a lovely story. Come on. We're fine. Let's go. Be quiet. So you know for a fact that during that hour, you weren't searching the room. You I, were tending I, to your wounds. But I did a look around. I did do a perception check, Doing all that check, kind right? of stuff. So you have only been able to do perception because you would have to spend a, an enormous amount of time in here really searching the entire room um, to find all that it has. And you ah. searched it for all of two minutes before you found the pillar and the secret door. So we were walking. I... I looked for about two minutes and found a secret door that was already open when we found it. Can, can I just ask about the short rest? Because you said a short rest is a period of downtime, at least one hour, mm -hmm. uh, during which a character does nothing more than nothing more strenuous than eating, mm -hmm. drinking, mm -hmm. reading, and tending to wounds. Could we not say that we were reading the room? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As you're not reading it's worth this try. one. Worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> so... Maradis will explain as is well. We yeah, we we rested because there were Oku jellies and we fought them and Ah Puff Bah Adventure is always resting on the job. I, You've probably been in there doing nothing. Did you even see anything when you were in there? It was open when I found it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you take care of the jellies? Yes, two two and it became four. And then back to two and then none now. So they're dead. Yes. <laughs> and you've searched the entire place. There's well, no more different rooms. I had a law. Did you find the tunnel, that, that, the secret door we found, the crumble? Have you been able to get through there? We can't even excavate it too bigger. Maybe you need to talk to JR. <laughs> well, you send them out here. If it's not safe. Do you know there's an altar in there? Have you seen the altar? No. Like we said, we went in there, saw the jellies in Iran. Right. Excellent. Great. Why don't you wait here and I'll go back and get them. Can Micron at this type point, can I be looking around the room just, just observing yep. and making sure? Exactly yep. what just make a perception check as do you I start searching other parts of the room. I'm gonna do that too because. So, which part? Like, let's uh, give me give me a quadrant. You can pick north, south, east, Actually, west, north, east. So essentially, every one of the so north, northeast, east, southeast, south. You know. All right, can I say southwest, please? Southwest. I'm gonna be assisting you, so you get advantage. That's probably not gonna help. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you start moving to the southwest of the room, uh -huh. starting to look. So my first, first roll was 11. 
11, you find nothing. And my second roll was six. <laughs> oh, you only need one roll. I, I gave him advantage. advantage. Oh, okay. So you just, instead of telling me both of them, you just tell me the highest one for it. No, I just thought for comic, moment, you know, whatever. Well, then make it funny. <laughs> he does have a point, Luke. <laughs> I, d- I don't like to agree with Justin often, but on that one, he has a point. Okay. You know what? You turned it around. <laughs> Okay, Southwest, you don't seem to have found anything. No, no, over here. You help me look this time. You sure? <laughs> I don't know. How long have we got? How many searches have we got before this? Before uh, this probably would have taken you, you know, to search. You're, you're talking about 20, 30 foot of a wall because it goes all oh, around the outside. So it's, it's a fair time. So outside, by this point, Meradius would have come back into the room. Are they coming? Um. Remember, keep your voice down in the tunnels. Oh, sorry. They don't want to come in here until we've searched the room. Right. I said to come and talk to you. They said they won't come. They're waiting back there. They haven't really been in the room, though. Okay, let's just search just the rest of the room. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll do it together, you know. There's six quadrants, apparently, of this room. Is there? Six. Six. Was that six? Quadrants. Eight. <laughs> you said... <laughs> Let's just keep searching. Sounds I don't good. know much about language, but Quad normally says to <laughs> talks to four. That's why I was just looking at you. But, but, but six left. Quadrants, north, south, east, west, and double it but for the midpoint. we found one had the, st- the skulls and we just searched another. That means there's six left. Okay. <laughs> so we can do one each. It's not really two each. What you found was in the internal area. Oh, of the right, room okay. Of the so seven... Out of the eight quadrants, still to search. <laughs> Octans. Oh. Let's, let's keep searching the room. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad we got there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look in this third octrant. <laughs> Who's wise? Anyone wise? All right. Tell me where you're going to search and make your perception rolls, please. North, south, east, west, and then the little cardinal points in between. I'm going north. And okay. I'm going to search north. Okay. Tell me, uh, give me your roll, perception. My perception roll is a 10. As a 10, you find nothing in the north of the room. You start looking at the wall um, and you don't find anything. This one's clear. The, the workmanship is excellent. I'm going northeast. Okay. Northeast. 14, oh, 15, sorry. 15, you are, you're walking around, you don't really find anything until all of a sudden you lean back on the wall and you feel a draft coming from somewhere. Sorry. Denoting that maybe there is a door here. There's something over here. It's a wall. It's, it's all drafty. Uh, so Nikon's going to go over and have a look as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I rolled a, hang on, let's do it. No. Because that was for... Oh, he sees the door, by the way. It's not like the draft indicates where the door is and you get like, there's a door here. So we're looking for the clickety-click-click bit, are we? No, you just need to open it. Let's open it now. Moradius, push on this door. And I run back at 20 feet. Nikron's already opening it. Okay. So Nikron starts pushing against the door, which flies open. Imagine a hinge right in the center of a door and the door pivots on that hinge opening up. That's the door that you've got. So you open that up into a tunnel that goes on for about another 10 to 15 feet before angling to the right. Nikron, I quite often find it best to kick a door as hard as you can. 
Mm-hmm. I like how you did that subtly and gently. <laughs> Doesn't have that rewarding sound, though. But you said to be quiet. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any light in here? No. Right, so I'm going to light a torch up out of my yep. pack. Me too. Okay, and you start heading down there? Sure. I'll also carry a torch because I don't use my hands much. Mm-hmm. I will not. Would you like me to go in the front? <laughs> yes, please, Moradius. You start heading down the corridor. It's a 15-foot corridor that is five foot wide. Um, uh, once you get to the end of that 15-foot, it angles down towards the southeast. Um, you can even see from here that it even angles once more directly south from there. As you start walking towards that, you can see the end of it has a small opening, but part of whatever has crumbled uh, this tunnel uh, seems to have crumbled parts of that. So it looks like it's mirrored um, about the same distance. So you think that maybe this angle has another angle that is its pair down the other end, um, but that has crumbled down. But you said there's a small opening. Yeah, you can get squeezed through it with uh, with some difficulty. It would appear this is impassable. Hold my beer. <laughs> okay. If I start screaming, break through. Quietly. No, if I start screaming, break through quickly. Okay. Um, yep, and you start moving through. Yep. It's just a matter of you like crawling and then I am kind small, of sliding remember. up against the wall and getting through a whole heap of rubble. Um, it's just, it's, it's hindered terrain, I guess, is the best way of doing it. Um, and you pop out down to the other end to a mirror image with, uh, of what you've just walked into with a door at the end of it. Very similar with a hinge in the middle. Can I um, use my Earthwalk ability to just move through? What does that do, Brett? Earthwalk is a racial trait. You can move across difficult terrain made of earth or stone without expending extra movement. Yes. So you just slide through the stone, uh, gliding through, melding with stone or whatever that looks like, and you get to the other side of as well. So there are two creatures in there, and you fill up the entire 10-foot corridor, which is five foot wide, before another door with Nacron on the other side. JR, I do not like pants. to leave you alone. Yeah, oh, it's very you. cramped. Yeah, and no, small I am and dark not and doing well right now. So, is there any way that I could have held on to you and it, and it would have been, uh, gained? Just let's move around Earth without. Oh, okay. Come, Nacron, squeeze it on through. Yeah, Nacron is. She. Uh, oh, All right. What's, what's very the uncomfortably now going to try and squeeze through because he doesn't want to get left on his own. Yep. So you spend the movement. It's not, there's no roll or anything. It's just uncomfortable and tight. And the three of you are now squeezed into a 10 foot space that is designed really comfortably for two characters, but obviously three people can With the fit, door. fit in 10 foot. And there is a door at uh, the end of it. Nikon's just going to open the door. He does not like where okay. he is. He Boom. wants to get you into You walk space. straight up to the door. You swing it open. It looks exactly like the other door that you've got. And you walk straight back into the room with the four pillars in it and the altar. <laughs> and you think that this whole curve around goes from one corner to the other. So the room, the room itself with the, the four parts has a little cutout for the altar and this is like a, a U kind of uh, tunnel at the end of it. It makes no sense. Why would you put a hidden tunnel that goes back into the room? It makes no sense. Can I? Is there some sort of arcana check or something I can make if I've seen a structure like this before? Or? I think, I think it, there's a common sense that says if That's this is thing. a church, 
Uh, behind a church, you have two exits to come out from either side beyond the altar. What's beyond? What's behind yeah. a church? I'm not really happy that you've associated <laughs> church with. Well, uh, this a is a church. It's a altar. temple. Okay. It's a temple. temple. <laughs> so you know, obviously, there is something else. There, there, it, a tunnel is for transport. Let's go back around. But I'm going to go halfway around and try and detect more secret doors. Okay, make a perception check. Ha! Sorry. That's a two. Would you like me to look at this stone? Please. Uh, you, you do no stone, I assume. Six. <laughs> Nacre- Li- the light's very dim. Nacrin, you giving it a go? I got, I got a torch. Uh, I don't know why, but okay, whatever. <laughs> this is not my thing. That's a natural one. <laughs> okay. Okay. You guys find Dumb. nothing All in this clear. tunnel. Let's go. Let the dwarves know. This this is clear. We've got more quadrants. Oh, quadrants yes. too. We'll, we'll we'll search the rest of the quadrants. Good thing. Thank you for keeping me on on mission. Marides. We've done north, northwest, northeast. Sorry. North. So south- northwest. Southwest. Oh wait, no. The other one. It went from northeast to northwest, didn't it? You've done north, northeast. You but haven't the- done east, southeast. I south, did southwest, but yeah. But you've done southwest. Let's do um, south, south, south. And you've come from the west. Okay, let's do south then. You're doing south? Yeah. Okay. 15. And the, oh, sorry, the door that you came from, um, the tunnel comes around to the southwest quadrant. So you think that, that that is, if there's a secret door there, it's mirrored on the other side. Okay. Oh, so I've done south? Southwest. You've done, you're southwest. doing south now? South, south. You did southeast or? No, I did northeast. Yeah, south, south hasn't been done east so, or right, west. Let's do south, south then, 15. I got a 15 on the perception. Okay. Again, you find another secret door. Now that you know what you're looking for, you're like, ooh, ooh, very well hidden, very crafted um, into the stone. You probably would have missed it if you uh, if you hadn't been right on top of it, but you find another secret door that goes south. Okay, let's open it. You open it to another 10-foot tunnel that ends in a door, five foot wide, 10 foot long. Meradius. Mm-hmm. Kick the door open. Okay, you walk in, kicking the door open. You get to a tunnel that goes both uh, in terms of cardinal points, east and west from your position. If you are looking towards the west, it actually angles up and um, seems to go backwards. So you guys are coming straight down to the door. There's a T intersection. It looks like one T ends in a door, which is towards the east, and the other one angles back up. Oh, bother. 45-degree angle. Walk around to the west. Mm-hmm. Follow it. You follow it. It ends in a door, a secret door. Again, you see the, the telltale signs of a secret door hinged like before. Open that door. You open it before that door and you see the pinned door of where the dwarves found the first secret door. So this is in the corridor that you actually had to travel through um, back towards the west because the dwarves are off to the west. Um, and so this is like a, the mirror image. So, you, you know, you're seeing tunnels that go through. And even looking at that, you take a quick look through that that in that tunnel and you can see yes there's an angled walkway that way that looks exactly like the angled walkway you got through here but it is collapsed and very difficult to get through okay we'll keep all these doors open so that when the dwarves come in they know that we have actually found everything for them do we need to prop them open it is actually on my list to do a job for someone that they could have easily done themselves so this is actually really good for my storytelling 
So let's go back the other way and follow the path. The eastern door? Yes. All right. <laughs> going to look around the um, eastern area. You're going to look around the eastern area? Hang on, we got a door down here. There is a door that you haven't done. Oh, we went sorry. through the southern door and the T intersection, and to the east of that southern T intersection is a door we need to open. Hang on a second. <laughs> You open the door into another room that is, uh, it looks like at some point it was 15 foot deep and maybe somewhere around the 20 foot wide kind of uh, kind of thing. But part, most of it has been uh, rubble filled and strewn through a collapse. You can see the roof has opened up. And even as you're looking right here, you can see an ochre jelly dripping down from the roof space where that has been opened into a cavern. You can see a like a crack in there. You can see the telltale sign of a jelly as the door opens, dripping down the rubble, starting to move towards you. So uh, Nycrin's not even going to take any chance. So he's just going to fire off a fireball straight away. At this, okay, so uh, you are you guys are all in a corridor at the moment outside of the room. So you're going to have to move in. It's pretty tight here. So right can we now, all see it? you guys are... The, so imagine the door. So imagine a, a five-foot corridor with a door at the end. As you've opened the door, so Meradius has opened the door into a room that is about 15 foot back and about 30 foot wide, but most of the room is collapsed. So there's about a 15 foot space um, inside. So that that is rubble filled and that you can see. But, you know, Meradius opens the door, sees the ooze. And you guys are in spaces. I'll hold it back if you can shoot it. Yeah, I'm already on it. Okay. So you're going to move up? Yep, hands clapped together, boom. Okay, um, let's do initiatives, guys. Meradius. Very, very, very important to do. Meradius, remember. So the two at the back, I need you guys to make perception checks for me from the get-go because while you will see this very easily, um, you know, while Meradius will see this immediately, it's the other guys that need to make perceptions. Okay, Nitro got a perception characters. of 17. Okay, you see it and... 11. 11. You don't see it from your... I guess that's because you're back in the tunnel and it's around the corner and And up a little bit um, from there. It's only... Yeah. Uh, And, yeah, there's creatures in the way from you. All right. Initiatives, please. Uh, 13 for Nycrin. Okay. 14 for Meradius. 10 for J.R. Lockwood. Perfect. Why do all the dice you get always have an extra D6? They don't always. I've always bought dice and I've never got an extra D6. There is a jelly in here. <laughs> I don't think you're ready. Don't cut it this time. Maybe just punch it again. You do what you do and I'll hold it away from you. <laughs> okay. It's a five foot corridor, right? Can't Your mama's so ugly. Uh, jelly, uh, jellyfish. Uh, it's strange to think of insults. <laughs> All right. Meradius, you see this creature. It's detected you at exactly the same time. What are you going to do? I'm going to move up to it. Mm -hmm. And then as my action in combat, I'm going to dodge. Dodge allows me to go full defensive and you have to roll disadvantage if you want to hit me. Yep. So until the start of your next turn, any attack roll made against you has disadvantage. All right. Um, so you move up to it and you are, you, so basically you've mounted some of the rubble so that you can get up because it's it's on the roof. I'm trying to block the corridor so that it can't up. get past me. Oh, in the doorway. Well, no, move up as far as I can to block the corridor. Let, let these guys it's have enough. It's not a corridor, it's a room. So it's in a okay. room, you're in the corridor leading to the room. 
So you've opened a door into a room that's partially collapsed. It's in the roof space where the yeah. rubble has So I'm going to go down. next to it and block it so it can't move away from me and let it hit me while these guys attack it. Okay, so you move up to it and you go into dodge mode. What are you going to do, Nacron? Ah, so I send a firebolt straight in its direction. Okay, send your firebolt in its direction. Go. Uh, roll to hit 22. 22 is definitely going to hit it. Good. Right, and damage is seven points of fire damage. Seven points of fire. Excellent. Um, JR Lockwood, you don't get to do anything this round because you haven't seen it. So in this first round, you are caught in surprise and do not uh, get to act. On the other hand, though, the ochre jelly seeing the very first uh, creature that it's seen for a very long time to sate its hunger uh, strikes out for even the rock-skinned Meradius. Uh, and it gets disadvantage, so he's going to roll twice, and I don't think a 10 is going to actually Blocked. hit you. So you jump out of the way. That brings us to round number two. Maradius, your go. He is going to dodge. Okay, so you stand uh, there, and it's, uh, you know, it, yep. it's I'm just going to hold its attention, right? Upon you. Nacron, who is standing uh, between the door. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, but the creature, Moradius, you. Yep, so we're down to a one trick pony now because I've already got my cantrips left. So we are, we're down to um, just, uh, yeah, fireball once more for a 15 to hit. A 15 definitely hits, doing how much damage? 230 oh, points of damage. Max damage, 10. 10 points oh, of, fire of damage. damage. That's amazing. That is beautiful. That is doing very, very well. This time, J.R. Lockwood, you come into effect. So you are still in the corridor at this point in yep, time. That's fine. It uh, only needs to be able to hear me, mm-hmm. which is 60 feet. Okay. I can all hear you. So, uh, Jelly, did you say? Jelly. Why didn't the jelly get into the corridor? I don't know, JR. Why didn't the jelly get into the corridor? Because it was quietly. jammed. Oh. <laughs> we'll save, please. Have you got the dad jokes half on jelly jokes then? No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm tapping you out. This is what I have to deal with. Um, I am done. Uh, that is an 11. Uh, I fail, won't it? Yes. Three points of psychic damage and it gets disadvantage on its next attack. Okay. And the ochre jelly, once again, it is going to strike out at you. It is not the smartest tool in the shed. Um, so it's going to... Oh, that's a natural 20, followed by an 18. Does an 18 hit you? 18 does is? hit. An 18 hits you, so you take... Nine points of slam damage. Is it oh, bludgeoning? F- yeah, bludgeoning damage. Halves that. And five points of acid. All of that. Which is not nice indeed. Ow. <laughs> Stop it. Ow. Then we come down to Necron. No, 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 no. My- oh, Meradius yeah. gets a go. Sorry. This is the next round. M- I apologize. Meradius got pissed off with that, and he's going to lash out with two unarmed strikes. First one being a 10 to hit, and the second one being a 22 to hit. Both hit. Do they? Yes. Oh, the first one does an enormous... Another three on unarmed damage. This D&D Beyond, I love your undefined uh, unarmed damage. That's uh, nine points. No, I got it wrong last time. I'm going to correct myself. Seven points of damage for the first hit. Okay, so what are you doing? 
Describe I hit, it. I hit it with my fist right in the jelliness. <laughs> um, right in its jelly. Yep. I'm pretending like I've got a bikini on and I'm about to jump in a swimming pool full of jelly. No. Arm cocks back really angry that it hit me and it just hits it, he hits it straight back in, in the jelliness of it, right in the middle, trying to yep. splat in half. You hear a sickening thwack as you punch it. Punch it. Yeah, just say thwack. How much damage was that first Seven punch? points for that first punch. And the second one? And then the second punch, not as powerful because it's his left. Two points on the dice that time, so that's a four points of damage. You don't, out of laugh, remember, you don't add your strength to the I didn't, second damage. But I add, oh, no, but I do add, not raging, sorry, three point, two points of damage for that one. Two points of damage from the second crack is once again, you smack into it. You know, I, all I got to say is, Luke, uh, when you describe your monk moves going on, they're a lot better than I smack it. Yeah, but that's because I'm a monk, not a barbarian. <laughs> you got skills. <laughs> skills to pay the bills and stuff. Okay, that gets us to Necron. What are you going to do, Necron? I, I bet you I can uh, figure out what you're about to do. Okay, so Necron is going to head tilt his head back, pitch it forward, clap, ah! and fire off another uh, fireball for okay. a 20 to hit. Uh, yep, that definitely hits. And that's seven points of fire damage. Oh, wow. Killing the creature. Good, because I haven't found another joke. <laughs> <laughs> so the creature melts where it is, and you are covering Meradius in another gout of ooze. This time, dormant ooze that's Meradius not a city. just flicking off the <laughs> ooze off his yeah. hand. I believe in old terms, you've been slimed. Do you feel funky? Yeah. And you find yourself in a partially collapsed room with remnants of maybe old wood and all that kind of stuff in there. Mm. Do a quick search. Mm-hmm. Perception in here. Yep. Oh, um, got some slime in my eye, Justin. I can't quite. There's acid in my eye. Ah. Ow. Ow. The acid. The goggles don't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tumor. Uh, and... Yeah, you, you, the only way back is back into the room the, from whence you came. Okay. What you have figured out, though, even the dumbass of the, uh, of the stone monster Meradius has figured out, this place is mirrored. So if there is a secret door directly to the south, more than likely there's one directly to the north than you might have missed because you saw a tunnel that looks exactly the mirror image the of this one. And that might be something that we might check out next time I don't like fighting these users I really don't well they're like swarms or spiders or rats great speaking of um, oozes and goo what was the last animal you touched (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) what (laughs) baby (laughs) turtles (laughs) I (laughs) can't